Hey guys, Jackdaw here. Allow me to introduce you all to my special guest here, the Dragon Age meme quizzer herself, Sari Lu. Hi. <laughs> Today, me and Sari have got a crazy tinfoil tea party for y'all. Yes, we're actually wearing tinfoil hats too. You can even hear the sound. You see, we're going to be sharing some of our oh-so-zany theories for Dragon Age concerning that all-mother of the elven people. That's right, we're talking about Mephal or Flemeth. Take your pick. They're basically the same person, XD. Of course, we're wearing tinfoil hats because these theories are going to be out of this world. Or should we say, Thedas. We're going to go a bit wild. You might want to put a tinfoil hat on yourself. So sorry, Lou. The ending of Dragon Age Inquisition. What did Solas do to Mephal at the end of Dragon Age Inquisition? So... I remember listening to that podcast with Weeks, and it was from Biofan, and he asked uh, basically the same question. He was like, what was going on with the ending? And he told Biofan basically that we have to look at both the scenes of Trespasser when Solus meeting with Thal. Um, which I have no idea what that has to do with what's going on, because I'm I always want to look at the comparisons between those two scenes, and I still can't deposit what is going on. And... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think, in general, that Flemeth definitely has many souls within her, like Urthemiel and obviously Mathal. Souls could have just taken Flemeth's power, and even if that's enough, would it be enough to destroy the veil? The obvious one is Solus is Mathal. Yeah. So that's probably because he then will bring justice that shakes the very heaven, yeah. <laughs> according to Flemeth. Yeah, according to Flemeth. Yeah. I see it as Solas will do anything. He'll even kill anyone to achieve his plan of bringing the Elven Kingdom back. So that's why he potentially killed Mafal. I mean, I say potentially because he probably did not kill Mafal. Mafal, along with her ruler Elganan, both ruled the Pantheon together. So could Mafal get in the way of that for Solas? Does Solas need to kill her to get to the very top of becoming the next Pantheon member? Is that why he killed them in the first place? To kind of leap up to the top so the other Evanurus would be like, oh, okay, Solas is the mm. alpha male now. But in terms of absorbing her power, did he absorb her power? Did he absorb both the soul of the old god and Mafal as well? We know that in the Elven history, Mafal was murdered by the Evanurus the other elven yeah. the other elven gods mm -hmm. so solas respected mafal back in those days she was a woman of reason and justice someone yeah. to be respected her death alone was one of the key points towards solas locking the other elven gods away so in that regard yeah. it wouldn't make sense for solas to actually kill mafal because he respected her you know she was the top dog at the time it wouldn't have made yeah. sense yeah exactly um, and vameth has told us you can't get possessed by a spirit unwillingly the host must be willing so if Solas is possessing Flemeth, Flemeth must at least need to be willing for that. And if uh, mm -hmm. Flemeth is possessing Solas, then Solas needs to be willing for that. So it's a twofold right there again of who's possessing who, if one of them is possessing the other one. And then it raises yeah. the question of has Solas gained Mafal's entire life essence as power whilst also bagging an old god spirit? Or is Mafal possessing Solas like you mentioned? So I actually kind of have a crazy tinfoil theory for this. Um, <laughs> if this is true, Mithal is actually possessing Solas, then that would mean everything and every plan that the Dreadwolf has set in motion is all under the influence of Mithal. Has she then ditched the old hag body of Flemeth and instead now taken over Solas's <laughs> body? Is it young? I wouldn't say it. <laughs> 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 Intending on then bringing back the Elven Kingdom with her seeking justice against all the old Elven gods who obviously killed her. And then she'd obviously intend on restoring the Elven Pantheon to this new world that will have crumbled because of the Veil. But again, it mm. wouldn't be Solas, so I don't I don't know if I fully agree with the idea of Mathal possessing Solas and taking his body, I'm not sure, but... Um, 
Hmm. I think the idea Shoot. that Mathal has probably openly allowed Solas to have her entire life essence to me is more believable. Enabling Solas to become much more stronger because obviously he's weak. That's why he couldn't use the orb in the first place because he needed to sleep. Yeah. But then, if that's true, if Mathal is really powerful and Solas needs her power, what does that mean for the actual body of Flemeth? Is Flemeth just a weak hag without Mathal's power? Is Flemeth a person? Is Flemeth even alive? Are we ever going to see Flemeth without Mathal's counterpart inside of her? Is, is Flemeth just a vessel of Mathal, you know? It, it raises a question of who is Flemeth? Have we ever actually seen the person of Flemeth? Or has Flemeth always been Mathal, you know? Yeah, I think definitely Mathal saw Flemeth as a good vessel Yeah. in terms of... I mean, because she was basically a wisp. I'm believing, and when I heard that, that Flemeth is very powerful in the sense that Mathal was like, hey, I should definitely like teach her the old ways and stuff like that. And I think it made a huge difference in like basically her surviving all these generations. Yeah. I think we also have to see that I don't think I see anything bad with what Solus was like trying to steal power. Like, I agree with you in that yeah. term. Because, like, in Trespasser, we see a good side of the Dreadwolf, like, fighting against the gods, freeing slaves by removing Valisleen, and, like, treating them as equals according to the past. All according. And so, basically, Solus doesn't seek any way to become the top of a god, right. in my opinion, because he basically told all the elven people that these are false gods. Yeah. So why would he want to be recognized as a god? I don't think he wants to be at all. Right. So... So what do you think he wants, um, then? If he doesn't want to be recognized as a god. Hmm. I think it has to do with in terms of like what he's doing it for. Mm -hmm. And I think he's doing it for Thal. Yeah. I wish we had more communication at the end or the epilogue. And it makes me mad that we only get to hear about old friend, which yeah. could be anything. anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Soon, but it could be anything. Yeah, but I think Mithal and Solus have, they're basically pretty close in relation of planning yeah. and plotting. So are they plotting like a revenge? It really depends. We don't know their plan. And for instance, Solus's plan didn't work at first. So I don't know what he's trying to, you know, throw back at the Inquisition or throwing back at the future of Thetis. Yeah. So yeah, except maybe maths genocide, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> but I think Solus and Mythal, I mean, we don't, we know little of Mythal, but we also know little of Solus. But I think he has this imagination of an ideal world. And as did Corypheus, and maybe that's why he gave his orb? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But yeah. in reality, he saw this magister wanting to throw open the gates of the Black City right and become yeah. a god on his own terms and he was like okay he's gonna unlock the orb blah everybody knows that it's basically a lot of inquisition we grab it and yeah that happens yeah and that basically tore his plan apart he just has to kind of stick with it yeah. be next to the person who has his power but doesn't know what to do kind of is waiting for a chance we get to the temple all i don't know what happens there <laughs> <laughs> who does you know you would, and and also there's so many things that i feel like could have been mentioned like cole did he know about he know? yeah ben harrell yeah yeah uh well sorrows could we know about fen harrell from the well sorrows yeah, yeah, yeah um there's so many open ends on that which i feel like bioware could could have easily i think jigsaw puzzle. yeah it's a massive jigsaw that we don't have puzzle pieces together and Darn it! <laughs> <laughs>
So, will so, Solas destroy the veil? What do you think, okay. Saria? So, again, we have to look at his plan. <laughs> yeah? And his whole purpose before, like, the ink he had. The anchor. The ink. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, Weeks has, like, his new kitty that's named Inky. Oh, that's cute. Oh my goodness, that's really cute. Yeah, it is cute. Basically, he had agents this whole darn time. I don't know what he's doing, sleeping, uh, <laughs> taking a long little, nap. Little yeah. Nap, quick sentient up. <laughs> so anyway, he had agents purposely pass on his orb throughout generations. I think there's like one codex in DA2, if I remember correctly. But anyways, it was something about this guy getting some spear and he basically sold it in some tavern. It was crazy. So I was like, well, that must, huh. that might have been an orb, but I'm not truly sure about that but anyway eventually it's going into the hands of the venatori and then later on to corypheus yeah and then corypheus was supposed to die didn't happen didn't. inquisitor kind of took the bowling ball <laughs> and, <threw it. laughs> and then start founded the inquisition so we skip forward and then inquisitor breaks the orb yeah oh. or it's, the orb is broken unintentionally doesn't matter it's broken and although he says it's not your fault probably because he blames himself he now knows that he'll do anything to revive his world back yeah. and that could just mean by destroying the veil that he made yeah so yes <laughs> yeah you think he will you think he's gonna yeah i think he will because i mean there's gonna be a lot of bloodshed involved there better yeah. be because yeah. if there's not if there's gonna just be like nothing i we'll be fighting for I, Mm. Yeah, what are we fighting for in reality? Um, yeah. We, like, created this huge inquisition. This army. This army, yeah. Southern Fetus. We can disband it and keep it, like, secretive, or we can still have a big army behind, you know, the Divine. It really depends. So, um, I'm hoping in DA4 that there's going to be a lot of conflict of, like, us choosing sides. Yes. And stuff like that. We're already great. Just... I mean, we are going to Tevinter speculatively, but we're going to Tevinter. yeah. So, we're going to Tevinter. Yeah, I want to go to Tevinter. We're going to Tevinter. Come on. It's yeah. Uh, Heck yeah. So, yeah, it'll be crazy. So, do I think Solas will destroy the veil? Come on. Of course. He's got to do it. He's definitely yeah. going to do it. <laughs> like, even the entire Chantry scripture foreshadows on the eventual fall of the veil. Yeah. There is so much it's foreshadowing true. just in terms of the subject of the veil falling. I feel like it's 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 gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. Not just the Chantry scripture, because obviously the Chantry was yeah. written when the veil was obviously there. So, yes. the Chantry obviously isn't the best. To look at it but it acknowledges the fact that it will be destroyed uh, but also mm -hmm. alongside of that we've got sandals creepy prophecy sandal that cheeky little all these secrets <laughs> you know so sandal also the entire chantry's origin obviously yeah it was set before the veil uh, when the veil was created and there are so many things that need to be explained within that i think yeah yeah, and I think destroying the veil would allow for the plot to advance incredibly forward. All of those tiny oh, yeah. jigsaw puzzles that we've just said are scrambled. Destroying the veil, I think, would give us so many more pieces together. It would fit so much together, you know? We'd have so many answers or even more questions to ask, but so many of those questions that are already we need to ask would, would be there. Like, uh, did the Magisters cause the Blight? Is the Maker real? What about the Evanurus? Hmm. Are they real? The old yeah. gods? And I think destroying the Veil would allow us to get all of those answers. Not all of them, but a lot of them, you know? Um, yeah, no, no, no. Also, Reveal. could the Veil tearing apart? Could it wake the old gods? Could it wake up the, the Titans? 
you know, there are so many things that <clears> the veil in itself could do if it got destroyed. So, yeah, I, I totally think it's going to happen, and I think it's going to expand the plot incredibly in the next games in terms of its narrative and all of it. Yeah, I'm all for it. If we have a choice, and it's like, do we side with Solus and destroy the veil, or do we go home to our romance option? I'm sorry, but I'm going to destroy the veil. Because <laughs> I have those answers, you know, there are so many things that will get uncovered. I want them all. So, yeah, I'm all for destroying the veil. Pro veil. Yeah. <laughs> Prevail. <laughs> Prevail for life. Prevail for life, exactly. <laughs> so speaking of Solas, uh. is he just the side villain and will he turn? Okay. Now before people start saying Yes I yes I am a solo villain fan, you can tell them my channel. But <laughs> what's your channel? Oh I, I never mind, no channel, no channel. I deleted it, it's fine. <laughs> Um, I believe he's an anti-hero right. character, which is technically a protagonist. Yep. Look at guns, the guys, so, they're all anti-heroes. Yeah, and basically he's doing things that don't seem heroic, but in a way it ends kind of protagonistic mm -hmm. because it's helping people. Yeah. And I think that makes sense because he wants to restore something that he completely broken. I mean, everybody's going to be like, if you were in Solus' situation, you'll... All your own people, they're basically inferior towards all these humans, like that, and they blame humans for it when in reality it was a fight amongst themselves, and past and history's all changed. It really kind of makes you feel like you want to fix it back. Yeah. Uh, you want to put the pieces back together or make it better. Yeah. And that's the point where I'm sitting on the fence, like, I don't see him as an antagonist. And people are like, well, no, he already is. Yeah. I think in terms, yeah. But I think is gonna play a little bit of that really? big baddie kind of without sh But I mean, we saw so much sensitive sides of him in Inquisition, I can't, I just can't see it can't until see. Trespasser, obviously. But it's almost like a flip side. And I think the only reason why it could be a flip side is because he, some, he took something from Bummoth. Yeah. And that could make him, you know, harden his heart. I don't know. But long story short, I don't see him as a villain. Yeah. And despite the Dragon Age series building up this villain, uh, you know, mentioning, subtly mentioning Fenhara through DAO DA2, I can't believe he's a bad character. Yeah. I just don't see it. When you say villain, I instantly think Corypheus because he is so yeah. evil. He is so stereotypically a villain, so twirly mustache a villain. But when you say Solas is a villain, I'm like, to me, I don't see him as a villain. I think he's more than just a main villain. Like, he's a character we've all engaged with, either as a friend, a romance interest, or a, or a rival if you want to punch him in the face. But each of our Inquisitors has created some sort of connection with the Dread Wolf, and it's this bond that has already has an impact upon the character. Yeah, We once true. trusted him, and now he's our enemy. And he's not just a cookie-cutter, yeah. twirly mustache villain like Travis, you know? His scheme has been set in motion long before we even knew. We've had a glimpse of his villainy within the entirety of Dragon Age Inquisition, yet we never questioned it at the time we just saw it as solace you know in the food and all that jazz we didn't really care for it we were kind of like okay whatever we'll believe it because you know you seem pretty wise about it yeah but he's been written in such a way that he's more than just an antagonist he's our friend he's our lover he's someone that we once cared about and now he's fulfilling what he thinks is best not because he thinks he's better than us and we won't understand or not for any puny reasons like Corypheus but because he truly believes what he is doing is right that it will set an imbalance because he believes that he's woken 
up in a, in a civilization that is like a hundred years off. You know, obviously he thought his uh, civilization within the elves was bad with slavery and all that stuff, but he's woken up and civilization is, is even worse than that. So he's seeing a fix to the problem of society. He wants to change <laughs> that. He wants to do something about that. Yeah. So I'm honestly not sure if Solas will be the main antagonist. I certainly think that at the start of the new game, he will be the main focus. And I think it would be built up to that. But there are so mm. many villains in Dragon Age and there are so many that we know little about that I think calling Solas the main villain of Dragon Age 4 would be a bad call. I do think he will be a contagonist. So basically, Ooh. generally in movie stereotypes, you've got your main big antagonist. Do a Star Wars where you've got the Empire or the Emperor as your main antagonist. And then you've got your contagonist. The contagonist is generally the one who will be swayed eventually. Spoilers, but look at Darth Vader. You know, eventually <laughs> he is swayed. You know, he is the contagonist to Luke sure. Skywalker, whereas the Emperor is the antagonist. Honestly, I see Solus as a good guy, just the wrong intentions. So I think he'll be swayed eventually in time. Yeah, again, I never thought about swaying. I don't want yeah. to sway him. I want him to destroy the villain. So, you know, <laughs> I'm all for I want him bad. Exactly. I want him. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Mythol because, in my opinion, I think she's the bad one here. Um, you know, when when we go to uh, Temple Mythol and Morgan's talking about, well, there's a lot of bad stories in Mythol, yeah. but there's also a lot of good stories in Mythol. I don't know which one to take. And then if you have souls with you, he's like, she's both. Yeah, she's Ooh. neither. You know, like that little subtle kind of. <laughs> I'm like, what is? What does that mean? So I'm thinking. How do you know? <laughs> and yeah so and then people talk about well solace could be the spirit of wisdom and his pride and which is opposite of wisdom i believe and yeah. so they have like flip of a coin right yeah so if they have this kind of alternate personality where they're evil then what we heard stories of the dalish talk about you know with the dread wolf and then good stories we hear in trespasser yeah. and we're like this doesn't make any sense yeah, and then we hear the good things this? about mythal and then yeah. bad things about mythal like how can you have both of the same um but i think back in ancient elvenon that we can kind of summarize that they kind of had multiple spirits or something like that going on there i don't know tinfoil but tinfoil yeah. tinfoil yeah so upon flemeth do you think she's dead now i don't think she's dead mm -hmm. but then again i don't think i'm talking about flemeth you see yeah flemeth okay but if we are talking about flemeth who is <laughs> yeah we're talking about flemeth who is mafal but when yeah. we were playing dragon age origins we only know her as flemeth so at that point, she's yeah. a, she is a sneaky witch thief. She died in Dragon Age Origins, but she didn't yeah. because obviously in Dragon Age 2, she's back again because of obviously Hawk bringing the amulet to the Elven Keepers. Again, yeah. bringing back to the Elves because obviously it's Mephal. And I think <sighs> that, <laughs> I know it's a mind boggling. Again, I, I hated that. <laughs> it's, I know, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of that is the fact that Flemeth is Mephal's vessel. Mephal is using Flemeth as a, a vessel on this world or whatever like that. So the Flemeth yeah. body may have been dead a long time ago, but Mephal, I don't think she is dead at all. So in a sense, mm -hmm. Flemeth, the body of Flemeth, the personality of Flemeth could be dead, but Flemeth isn't Flemeth anymore because Mafal is possessing oh. Flemeth. So Flemeth could have been dead long ago when Mafal possessed her. We don't Do you really think know. I don't think we've ever met she's... Flemeth. I think she's been Mafal the entire time. Whoa. I, I can kind of agree with that because she always is talking about like justice and like getting back at people yeah. and uh, like always about, I don't know, she always spoke kind of like a prophetic she way. Did. She did. And I was like, what? We hear how a wisp entered her and when her husband died or her lover died and she was yeah. sad and she would have been willing for possession, I assume. Yeah, she accepted that wisp into her life. She, yeah, she did. And Flemeth like, said, you need to be willing 
to be possessed. So Flemeth could have yeah. been willing could have been willing at the time for Mafal to possess Flemeth. So Flemeth will well we don't know what how what level of possession it is, but I think that Mafal fully possessed Flemeth at that point. So Flemeth was no longer Flemeth and Mafal became Flemeth. Which yeah, which makes sense because if you have the scene with Kieran mm-hmm. in Morgan yeah, yeah. where you ask her questions like that you know it could be a demon, you like you don't know and and um you know, of course, Flem is like, you do not know what you ask, child, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it's like, but it could. Yeah. Like, it would be the bad side of Mithal that you just accepted because you had so much wrath in your heart, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that? Yeah. So, I think she's not dead. Yeah. Because if we saw her in DA2, I don't see her anywhere near dead. Because, yeah. I mean, obviously she was sending something between the Illuvian. <laughs> I don't know where she, where it's going. She was <laughs> but I think she has a plan. Like, this, this whole time. Something to do with Morgan, I think. Ooh. Or Kieran. Ooh. So, we shall see. I mean, it depends on world states, obviously. But I don't think she's dead. And I find it hard to believe if she is. Believe. Yeah, I, I would find it really yeah. hard to believe. That. And I think we might see her in a different yeah. which i'm hope might be morgan which i find cool because if she has power of flamethe has the memories of her or something you know yeah. i don't I, I can't really understand this whole spirit thing going on right now because we don't we don't know much of it but if she does get the memories it would kind of like make morgan grow a little more about you know the sacrifices maybe yeah. her had to make I don't know. But I think she might pass her godhood to Morgan. I think that was her whole plan the whole time. The entire time. Yeah. Yeah. We learned about that in Origins. But then again, you can't be possessed unless you want to be possessed. And Morgan has no intention of wanting to be possessed as of Mm -hmm. yet. As of yet. But then again, she can drink from the Well of Sorrows. So. But then again, was the Well of Sorrows preserved for mythologists? You know, because it was basically all the wisdom of the priests of Mythol, I believe. that yeah, Yeah. That passed down to like a shared knowledge kind of thing. Temple of Sacred Ashes where you could do the ritual or something like that. You have to do something with the water or something like that. Long story short, it has to do something with putting person in a gas. Gas? So under control. But wouldn't that be okay if you're Mythol? Yeah. I feel like the well sorrows is, shouldn't be accepted by yeah. anybody yeah. but a god. I mean, I don't drink from it, personally. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I want to know that knowledge. <laughs> All of it. I want to piss souls up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So sorry, Lou. Yep. What was Mafal like back in the day? Because you know a lot about Mafal. I do. <laughs> well, mainly because I truly believe that she is pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. So Mathal, you know, back in Elven lore, was the great protector. Um, she cared for her people, according to Solus. Yet she had slaves. Hmm. But then again, if you go with the world state of Kirin, and you're like, am I bound to you? And she's like, is that what you call it? And I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess maybe people are just willing to submit to her because she's so powerful, intimidating or something like that. But if she was second in the throne of Elgernon, um, then it could mean that she is very powerful and intimidating yeah. um, in comparison to all the other gods. And with all the other gods, the Dalish legend, although, you know, partially false, yeah. but speaks of Mithal, like, born from the sea, which I was like... Born from the sea? Yeah, I was like tinfoiling here, but hey, tinfoil. I think I believe that's symbolic for the fate because... Right. You know, people believe that Skyhold was the creation of the veil, and there was like a codex about the Skyhold prison where there was like flood damage, oh, and that wow. could be anything, honestly. But yeah. people were talking about how that could be like flood from the Fade, flood from something like that. It was yeah. insane, but I was like, huh. but I always thought it was from the Fade because I, I just think she's. It was like a Game of Thrones reference because it's a prison in Game of Thrones. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's true. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is true. <laughs> but hey, Reddit. There you go. Could be a furry. Good old Reddit. Um, also, the one I found interesting that she also known to birth her children, oh. born in a Daylish legend. Right. Cause, which makes sense because she's an all mother. Yeah. So, she's, like, she's a protector of the people. So, the all like, yeah, Falandin, Dorthaman, Indril, Silas, June, all five, I believe, yeah. Yeah. All five of the elven gods that were created were created from the thought, according to Daedalus legend. Right. Which is partially right, honestly. Like, you can't really sit down and say all of it's wrong. No, partially it's right. It's yeah, just kind of twisted. Truth, it's yeah. twisted because it's not really written down. And even if it is, they can't comprehend it because it's a different language. Yeah, ancient elven. So, you know, all these stories could be bogus again. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they have a lot of dreadwolf ones, and I kind of want to believe those because, then again, I haven't seen any dark things of the dreadwolf. I haven't seen anything yet, but it'd be cool to see how bad he is. But I don't think we'll see that yet. DF4, come on. Dear. Show something. <laughs> Show something. I think, and it's in Codex too, that Methal had some connection to the old gods. Whether that could be good or bad, because they also fought off the old gods. Um, or they could have been friends with them. Or at least Methal, because Ven Harrell was kind of in between them. So yeah. I'm thinking Methal might have been too. Her relationship with Elgernon. Husband? Def- was it husband? Her husband or her partner. I'm not really sure, because it doesn't... I mean, in Dalish Legend, it does talk about like Methal, like, common down Elgernon right. and like yeah oh. and stuff like that and okay. how they're like creating the world and the sun and the moon it's all like um very, very yeah. yeah very like like idyllic yeah idyllic is that how you say it? idyllic 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> all mystical and idyllic and it's just perfect but I don't think she just had um Elgernon I think she had a dalliance oh, oh. wink 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 and she also was betrayed, and we all know that. Yeah. Um, Killed by her own people. Yeah. Um, that's that's her ending in every story that she, she got killed. She got betrayed. Yeah. She got killed, except Dalish, where they said she got betrayed. She still got betrayed, but they said it was from the Fenharel, but it wasn't. Yeah. Eventually, it's basically killed by her own kind. So that could mean anything. That could mean the Elven Gods, the. Yeah, the Pantheon, which I kind of believe that because... children? Yeah, ooh, ooh, that's dark. Yeah. But, come on, Dragon Age, gotta get darker. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But, you parallel that to Andraste, who got killed by her own husband. Well, yeah. she got killed by Tevinter, but she got betrayed by her own husband. And and so did Flemeth. Hmm. There's... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Bioware, what you doing here? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, but I thought it was obvious that Andraste might have been uh, Mythal. Right. Like the good side, maybe, and Flemish the bad side or something yeah. of Mythal. Tinfoil. Tinfoil. <laughs> Eventually, I think that we're going to figure out Andraste is Mythal, or somebody related to her, or is Flemish, something like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, the stories are starting to repeat, after repeat, after repeat. Like, yeah. come on, come on, Bioware. You just, just say it. Yeah, just come on. Come on, yeah. Um, so again, Mythal might have had a dalliance. With who? If, that, if that's the case, if that's the case, if Andraste and Flemeth had one, um, who? Yeah. Hmm. Mm. So tinfoil. Here we go again. Um, I believe it's a titan. A titan. <laughs> <laughs> a titan. Yeah. A titan. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll get into that later. <laughs> later. Okay. All right. We'll sit for later. <laughs> but. I mean, people take their pick, like, oh, yeah, Solus, or, oh, yeah, maybe an old god, or, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, either way, she pities those who have been betrayed, as she has been with the world, according to Flemeth. 
the world betrayed her. Yeah. So, interesting. She's a baddie. She is. <laughs> so, does she have any connection to the Blight? I'll go first. Sure. So, Flameth, who is Mafal, certainly yep. knows a lot <laughs> about the Blight. Um, we've known that since Dragon Age Origins. She knew before anyone else how to stop the Archdemon via a dark ritual before anyone. That's why she gave us Morrigan in the first place, because she knew Morrigan was going to yep. do the dark ritual via Flameth's knowledge, whatever. She has some connection to knowing about Archdemons. She knows how to stop a Blight. So, has she stopped them in the future? Uh, sorry, in the past? Hmm. Has she she ever uh, saved any of the blights before? Has she ever had any connection towards that? How does she know about the dark ritual in the first place? She has a lot of children. We know that. She possesses her children over time, over time, time and time again. You know, what's her, what's her child called? Uh, in the comics, I can't remember, but it was like Vela, Vana, Balana, something like that. But she Balana. has a child. Yeah. Yeah, Balana. So she exists, you know. So maybe she has a connection to the blight then. Maybe I doubt those children have old gold souls, but we don't know what happened to the other old gold souls, do we? From the other... Four do lights. we know? Do we? Do we? So, could she have old god children? Is that why she's so interested in Kieran and his old god soul? And she can take old god souls as well. Imagine but... the power of taking an old god soul. I don't think it's just a casual spell. And she tells Kieran, no more dreams. So even she, well, Kieran tells her that. And she's like, no. But that's kind yeah, of that's, the foreshadowing that's... Of, of, a, of a blight. Because obviously you have nightmares. You have dreams of, of the, yeah. the archdemon waking. But that means it's a walk if you're having dreams about it it's talking to you so does that mean an archdemon has a walk yeah seriously when when i heard that from flemeth to kieran i was like whoa yeah. that's really really weird yeah it is. um but it's at the end of the game as well well towards the end of the game yeah but i think they're trying to head for another blight because i mean we had the wardens again in inquisition yeah, um, doing a little bit of blood magic. Hey, it's going no on biggie, there. right? No. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> um, basically, think that there might be a blight in DA4 or later on. Yeah. Which actually would cause a lot of chaos. So chaos. yeah, so it kind of could open the veil a little bit yeah. since spirits kind of cling on to like a lot of chaotic things. So mythal and the blight. Uh, people in the community of Dragon Age made you know those videos of like yeah, rewinding the yeah. world sorrows. Yeah. yeah. Which is don't don't watch it late at night, but <laughs> it's scary. It's pretty spooky. Yeah, it's scary. It's yeah. Um, it's whispering like mythal speaks to calling, Ooh. like go go far something like that crazy stuff like speaks the calling we know the calling yeah it's like a song and she speaks it so does she sing it is it <laughs> i want her to sing it what does it sound like <laughs> <laughs> is it liliana's song no it's <laughs> oh no it's more of a, a little mermaid song <laughs> oh no oh, wait no <laughs> those poor unfortunate oh. souls <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally, totally. So, I know a lot of people will be like, well, you know, none of those words. People are just making words out of nothing. Yeah. But then again, Bioware's known for the little subtle action, especially with like everything that, you know, happened with Solace and stuff yeah. like that. Freaking jaw, like wolf jawbone on his, like, as a necklace. I'm like, are you kidding me <laughs> right now? Literally, right that. Seriously? Yeah, <laughs> literally. The whole darn game. And people follow that anagram. They figured out that anagram uh, for that soul's personal mission where she was like basically fan herald red yeah. wolf something yeah yeah so they, they anyway they used anagrams in the past so they're not you know 
like to sneak them in there. Yeah, but they create subtle things for people to figure out or people like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, oh, it's right behind, you know, yeah. right behind us. You know, we couldn't even figure that out. So people are doing it backwards. I mean, it makes out words pretty clearly. Yeah. But then again, if she speaks or sings or whatever, <laughs> the calling, then definitely Mithal knows about like certain powers within the Blight. Corrupted or not, well, the Blight is corrupted, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so Mithal knows the certain powers within the Blight, which is corrupted, like the Red Lear obviously and then again does this have to do with the gods well yeah because Flemeth was taking your Thermiel from Kirin or she had it already did she has it already if you don't have like of Kirin I'm not if sure uh, I'm actually not sure I've never I've always had Kirin so I'm yeah I'm not sure about the other world state because I've always done the wo other world state yeah, but yeah. the one with Kirin yeah definitely Thermiel. she keeps she tries to keep that one so she's collecting souls I mean come on, come on like with us? that's that's really fishy and why would you take a corrupted soul why yeah. I don't get it is it still corrupted if the archdemon dies or is it reborn Ooh. she might be connected to the blight in order to reborn these souls right like creating the dark ritual for a reason and then in trespasser we also go to the deep roads yeah. from an alluvian and like there's this really big statue of mythal and i'm like what is this doing here it makes no darn sense and then you know they have like the tiles of arlathon like the golden little city tile i'm like what what is this place made for you know the codex where they like hunting titans and hunting their lyrium basically did mythal did mythal mine lyrium you know <laughs> and so so if she did mind lyrium then she definitely knows the difference between like a corrupted and non-corrupted yeah. lyrium yeah. so she knows a lot of stuff about lyrium and blights and titans and it's like yeah because there could be a possibly a blight that happened like in ancient yeah. arlathon we don't know exactly, but yeah. then it, like codex kind of subtly mentions that something happened well we know titans Beverly. obviously they completely just dispersed at one point was it a blight that's true what happened there why did they suddenly just I mean, it could be the Blight because, I mean, when we go down to Descent and where Volta connects with the Titan, yeah. quote unquote, whatever she does, um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> um, but when she's talking about like, oh, the Titan was upset because of the veil opening or the breach or whatever. And I'm like, okay, if that upset the Titan, then a Blight's going to upset the Titan. Yeah. Right? So... We can come back to like, that later, but I have a tinfoil theory about that. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so we were speaking about dalliances before. What about Mithal and Solas, eh? Oh, God. I've just got... Well, he's lived for centuries. He's, he's a pretty attractive dude. He's got, a nice, he's got a nice accent. Good Welsh accent. That's true. And That's true. at the end, that hug, I'm sorry, but there was definitely something there, Saria. There was definitely something. No! Old friend. <laughs> that hug. There was tears in each of his eyes. There was something there. Okay, but a friend can do that. Can they? Yeah, I know, but they seem to be more than friends. <laughs> okay. They fell over right. They fell over in each of his, in each of his arms. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah? yeah? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> No? <laughs> What's your two cents? Alright, so I don't mind it, first of all. If it, if it actually happened, if it actually is canon, right? <laughs> fine with me. As, as a soul of Ellen fan, it's fine. <laughs> Which sounds horrible, but it's fine. yeah. It's fine. But I, I would love to say no. But I know it's hardly possible for souls to not have any experience with like other women. Mm -hmm. 
because like you know he's so attractive wink wink <laughs> oh or, or that or that he's you know gotta be a good boiled egg right yeah. uh, i think solace might have loved her but in a terms of a relationship with god you know like a certain thing yeah. that you would have like he worshiped um him. yeah whether if he was bound to her or not we don't know Although Cole says something, which is very interesting. But I think Solus, like, basically worshipped Mithal. Yeah. Which is really interesting because we don't see a character like that. Well, I mean, we kind of did it, like, with Corypheus, with Dumont. Yeah, Dumont. But, like, Dumont. which I really wish that they did. I but really maybe they're just doing it for Solus, you, you know? Yes, maybe, yeah. Holding on to it for Solus, yeah. Speaking of Cole, I have the quote. <laughs> so... I'm thinking that Solus could also be born from Mythal. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Jack, you, that's how I was like. And, no. shippers. and what I mean by born is like a physical body. Because he could have been a spirit. Because like you know how the phase intrinsically with the physical, physical. world. So he's kind of like a coal, if you think about it. But not really. I don't know. I, I just can't. I still can't imagine like spirits into human things. Physical thing. So anyway, so what Cole says is like he did not want a body, but she asked him to come. He left a scar when he burned her off his face. Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa. Like stop there. What did you just say? So he did not want a body. I'm like, what? What? What does that even mean? Yeah. Like physical body. Like how do you get a physical body? What does this even mean? And Solas has a massive emphasis on being prideful. So he could have been a spirit of pride, and he could have came to Mafal. Spirit of wisdom, spirit of pride, it depends. I don't I don't know. But she asked him to come, so I'm like, what does that mean? What? Like summoned him or something like that? And then he left a scar when he burned her off. Okay, he has a scar. He does. Yes. It's like near his eyebrow. It's a scar. So he definitely because Cole talks a lot about things like he talks about Mass Effect and other things and stuff like that. At first, I thought he was like a reference to another thing, and I was like, "What is this?" But it actually sounds like what Solus had, like or what Solus was back then. So anyway, because Cole knows, yeah. Cole knows that he's the Dread Wolf, doesn't he? He he knows all of it. So yeah. There are a lot of Easter eggs in what Cole and Solas talk about, but I think that one could actually be. I think they tease Easter eggs with the actual gold law, you know. So one minute you've got a funny little Darth Vader reference, next minute you've actually got some hardcore proper <laughs> law stuff. So I think they kind of tease yeah. it a bit in there. Yeah, because I mean, like after Solas leaves, like the ending, Cole will talk to you, like yeah. literally from Solas's way of talking, which is really kind of creepy. And he asks him to forget, which is does, really, which is really, which is yeah, really. Like, sad what are you doing why yeah Yeah, which was not okay but yeah so he burned her off his face i'm like okay okay he definitely no what (laughs) i could have kissed you know (laughs) i was thinking of valisling um all right okay no (laughs) um so because because you know in the scene with Sullivan, um, (laughs) (laughs) in the crosswood takes many regrets. Um, (laughs) Basically, he's taking off the Valisane. I'm like, how does he know that spell? Like, what? (laughs) Like, I would be honest here, how does he know that? And how do you even do that to yourself, too? But I think he's definitely was, like, a slave or, like, somebody bound to Mithal. Because if if Mithal (laughs) already knows how to um, create, like, Andrew Soleil's, you know, like, the other element, then why would she not create another one yeah. you know yeah tinfoil again tinfoil way so if Solas was created by Mathal, no wonder he loves her because he loves her platonically and as a kind of you know as a, as a companion as a friend as, a, as more of like a yeah and a i creator, truly think it's like, like that a god like loving a creator and a creation kind of that bond 
Yeah. He wants to serve her and he wants to just live to, to worship her kind of. Yeah. Um, there's also, so a lot of the codex of like, of the elven gods is yeah. like chosen ones, like Andrul and Gilanon. I think Gilanon was a chosen one for Andrul. And whatever that means, I think it has to do with a vessel of like passing on. Right. What if, if, if that's the case, what if Mithal was basically creating solace to be the vessel of her? Ooh. But then when she, she was basically murdered, it like changed a lot of trust for like the whole empire within the pantheon. Like, cause it was like dog eat dog after that. Very so soul is definitely handed. I mean. That's why I went for a nap. Well, that's why I left him away. He was, he was, he was, he was very tired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, he definitely either feel like he did on impulse cause he was just so betrayed and stuff. Like, I want to see what happened. Honestly, I want to see why it was so bad. And I think the reason why it was so bad is how can you kill a god if it was a spirit and the fate exists in the physical world? It doesn't make any sense. And if that's the case, the mythol definitely cannot pass on to Solus if she like got somehow killed with like as a spirit. Yeah. Because she comes as a wisp, so she's basically partially a spirit to yeah. Flemeth. Yeah. So she's not fully herself. So it it kinda tells you like something happened with her spirit, so we don't know. It's just getting deep. Deep, deep. Yeah, deep lore. Deep lore. Deepest of lore. Again, back to Mephal, back to Flemeth. Will she be the big bad villain? And what about the other enemies, like the Titans, the Old Gods, the Maguses, Evernurse? Is it all just down to Flemeth? So, for me, Flemeth has literally, from the start of the game, she's been this massive, huge, built-up, enigmatic character. She's always been this overtly shady character. But I don't think she's going to be the main antagonist, personally. Because there are so many villains in Dragon Age, and I know you might disagree. What about, like, the Maker? Okay. Well, from the start of okay. the very games, we've had this foundation of the Chantry. We've learned a lot of the basic lore, thanks to the Chantry. We've learned it through the perspective of the Chantry, through the perspective yep. of the Chant. And I feel that if the veil is torn apart, more questions will get answered. Like the existence of the Maker, the entire Chantry, why it exists, because obviously it exists after the veil's creation. So a lot of questions are going to need to be answered in terms of the Chantry and its existence. What if the Maker themselves is actually tainted? What if they're an archdemon, you know? Because the Maker in the Chantry law right now has been told to have turned their back on mankind. Yeah. What if the Maker has not turned their back, but what if the Maker is actually an archdemon? Or is an even bigger wow. dragon or whatever? Because the Chantry scripture foretells of the Maker's return. That the Maker will eventually return to Thedas after the Veil is destroyed. Note, after the Veil is destroyed, he will arrive with Andraste at Tevinter's doors to reclaim the city. So, what if the Maker is going to be the final antagonist of the game? It's very far-fetched and it's got a lot of holes. Wow. But, again, the Chantry, it's been there from the very start. The Maker, yeah. we don't know anything about it. He's absent. And with the Veil being destroyed, if it's going to happen, the entire religion is going to need more exposition behind it. You can't just say, oh, well, you know, we're not going to delve into that because it would create a massive loophole. We need to, we need to get some comfort in terms of the Chantry. Now, that one's really, really loophole. But my <laughs> next one, if the Maker isn't the main antagonist, that's fine. It is a bit typical, um, because for Bioware now, their storytelling is becoming so great that I wouldn't mind, because being the, the Maker being the final antagonist, it's a bit of a tactic. <laughs> what about the Titans, though? The Pillars of the Earth that we know, they are said to have forged the Earth. Again, they're kind of like the Maker. They're told to be the Maker, but we know so little about them. Yet we hear that the Elves had a war with them back in the olden days, and we hear that Lyrium is Titan blood. And ancient Elves mined the bodies of Titans for Lyrium. Yep. So what does that mean for magic as a whole? Well, we know the effects of Lyrium, that it applies a buff to magic. It's used for enchanting things. Enchantment. Um, it allows <laughs> Enchant mage, 
It allows mages to enter the Fade when they're fully aware, unlike all the others who reach it while dreaming. Lyrium, it, it just has a huge, 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 huge impact when it comes to magic uh, and when it comes to the world of Fadis. And that all comes from Titans, from the blood of Titans. Hmm. So does magic of Fadis come from the Titans? If they're the creators of everything, it would make sense. These entities once were told to create the world. They forged it into existence and they were having a war with the ancient elves. Was that a case of the elves mining the titans to a point of existence, to a point of them just being annoyed because they're being mined? Or was it more of a self-defense issue where the titans incited the war because the elves were mining them? Are the titans the real foe of Dragon Age? Or do they just want to live in peace? Do they do they not want to be bothered, to be mined, to be to, to their, their blood to be used? Also, do the blights come from a wounded titan or is the blight a weapon created by the titans used to stop elves from hunting them because we've seen the blight seen what it can do that's interesting yeah it has such a connection to the world and to magic and to lyrium so it's like did they create the blight and did it become an infection that was then spread so that kind of goes with my theory if mythal's a baddie and you said a titan's a baddie two baddies get the death and they play Dragon Age together! Of course, what else would they do? I don't know. Play Mass Effect. So, if they're both bad, then they could basically be the antagonist. Together. A titan. That sounds horrible. <laughs> titan and Mephal. We'd they'd, be screwed. They'd be star-crossed lovers, is that what you're saying? Because the Titans were at war with the elves. Yeah, well, my theory is they are star-crossed lovers, um, but I think Mithal is the antagonist because she's betrayed for them not accepting it. But then again, she'll... <laughs> then accept her dating a massive piece of rock. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know what a Titan is. It could be like, I don't know, actually. Big what is golem. a Titan? I want to know what a Titan is. I don't... If it's a big rock, <laughs> I, I'm going to be very disappointed. It better, it just better be something else. Like a whole piece of land. That'd be like awesome. Just a massive piece of How would she? No, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so think about it. Like in the Fade, if they're connected to the Fade, the Fade, bro, there definitely has to be like spirits involved with the Titan. Because if I think about this right, because barely anything about Titans. That's why I said it. But uh, Titans are like basically multiple things. Obviously, you said that too. So I'm thinking like multiple spirits, something like that. So if Mythosum with multiple spirit, like two sides of a coin, then what would be so bad if a Titan was? But then again, that's really far fetched. And the reasoning being is because we have so little about Titans. Exactly. You just you want to you want to throw that in to make it connect. Yeah. And I know people are gonna be like, well, elves, like and stuff like that. And I totally get that. Like I want Titans to be completely different from ancient Arlathon and not related to the elves I agree with that I think the dwarven culture needs a little more lore into it because yeah. we don't get any in descent except maybe that lyrium is Titan's blood yeah. something like you know something like that and they do have a connection with Titan anyway long story short I throw it in there because we don't know much about it about yeah. and it would be freaking interesting yeah. honestly well what also is interesting is the Titans also make their own sound as do the old gods with the calling so that's true so there? if the Titans were basically in, in stone or whatever yeah so if the titans could be part of the old gods that'd be very interesting yeah i don't know it, it all depends on like how bioware is going to take it obviously but we don't know anything but it's that recycled plot point again of another thing does the same thing except it's just a different situation so yeah definitely 
Definitely. So what do you think about Flemeth being the main big bad? Whereas I disagree. So again, I think Mithal is the antagonist. So it's Dragon Age and Mithal is kind of depicted as a dragon. So I'm just, I just, I, I, I just think that it's just, a, it's a gateway for Bioware to kind of just be like, well, it's Dragon Age, you know. because <laughs> we've got Mithal. We've got Mithal. It's the age of, of the woman dragon, man. No, not really, but <laughs> overall, I think if Mythal's the big antagonist, um, she definitely wants to get some revenge. Which is like, when is it enough? Because people think, okay, Solas did ultimatum of like, basically sending them maker knows what to a different place yeah. and like trapping them, yeah, yeah, tricking them. them. You obviously, prison I whatever. guess you could trick them. Yeah. Meryl has a, the legend where he like tells them about this blade that will end chaos, something like that. And they were like, oh, looking for it? And then he trapped them in each separate places and that's insane to hear because we don't know how he did it he definitely deceived them which is fine because i mean if they were being really bad and they killed mythal i feel like you need justice in it yeah especially if mythal is the goddess of justice yeah um, exactly exactly quote-unquote goddess just really powerful mage right yeah basically no actual god yeah and again if they're all spirits how do you how do you kill a spirit if the fade holds spirits yeah. and it's intact with the physical world and i think solace was thinking that but in terms of the people who betrayed mythal they definitely knew how to do it yeah and and, and that's yeah uh they either put her as fragments which kind of makes sense because if they put her in fragments then Flemeth That's knows how to do it. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So either they did that and so did Solus, you know, because yeah. I think that only makes sense in a way because you can't just kill a spirit. Yeah. Um, and was she putting and, and, well, herself in the Alluvion at the end of the game? That's true. But if you think about Solus's personal quest about that spirit of wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Is it killed? I'm not really sure. It just disappears. It goes, doesn't it? It just. Okay, well, when you talk to me, it was like, they'll not be the same. Like, their experiences. Oh, yes, yeah, it'll be reborn. But it won't, it won't remember. Okay. It'll be so reborn, but it will be different. Whoa. So, if we think about that, then if all of these spirits can be reborn, then they don't remember what they did last time? Like reincarnation, kind of. Yeah. That's why I'm wondering how Flemeth is doing, like, effective reincarnation. Because she's, like, remembering everything after. Yeah, every, yeah, exactly. So it's interesting. So it's how, interesting. Yeah, so how is yeah. she passing on those memories after she dies if she is spirit? So if ancient Arlathan was a dog-eat-dog situation, which makes sense because if, if you think about all the powers of, like, Gilanon creating, like, these crazy creatures that we hear about, like, you see, like, emerald graves, yeah. and basically they're, like, Pegasus and like wow pegasus for the win give us those no seriously i want to fly a pegasus yeah me too come on let's do it at least they still have griffins exactly wait are they extinct though no they've been ha there's been like 11 eggs found in the underfells when the time hey. two years between inquisition from trespasser so there are eggs yes. found so can we ride those and like be like ha what was so last saying about griffins being extinct ha, 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 ha. yeah why does he say they're extinct so I think if it's a dog eat dog situation, Solus definitely had to split the veil. Yeah. I don't know what the Elven gods were gonna do after they killed Mithal. Probably take like, over. Maybe become some sort of. He said he was. It was basically every situation that they were gonna do is worse. Yeah. But whatever that means, I think he used that orb to create the veil and. and that's yeah. At Skyhold. Yeah. So it'd be cool to go back to Skyhold in Dragon Age Four and destroy the veil. Hmm. You and the destroying the veil. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let it happen, please. Do it. <laughs> 
Thetis. Pro Veil. Pro Veil. Pro Veil. Thetis out. Veil in. Let's do it. So, speaking of the Evanurus, how are they going to react to Solas? Alright, I would definitely like to see more of the Elven Gods, like in the next ones. Because if we're already seeing two, come on, we I know people are going to be like, Well, Solas made the veil, so he was still here, and Mithal died, so he's still here. Like, I get that. Yeah. If they can find effective reincarnation, yeah. or like have a wisp or something like that, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there's going to be some kind of leak, and then there is going to be another Elven God, and we're going to be like, oh god, here we go again. Yeah. I, I just want to see another one. I want to see another perspective of like Falandin and Jewel. Oh, I yeah. feel like those are really dark characters. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Andrew with her going to the deep roads, or the void, basically, and getting all paranoid when she comes back, and, like, saying things forbidden, and stuff like that. That's really interesting. She's also known as the goddess of sacrifice. What does that even mean? That? Sacrifice of what? Exactly. You can relate that to the deep roads, and you can relate that to Grey Wardens, and how they have to sacrifice themselves by drinking Darkspawn blood, and then how they go back to the deep roads for the calling. That'd be so cool if Andrew was a war, you know, in a yeah. way. I doubt it, though, but hey. Ten out. Tin foil for life. But anyway, I think it'd be cool to see Valandin. Yes, the creepy one. I I freaking creepy. Like there's like I was just looking at statues. Oh wait. And oh yep, totally. But don't don't look at those at night either, because those are creepy too. (laughs) (laughs) No, but (laughs) yeah, everything of the Elven Gods could be really creepy. So I'm really excited for Dragon Age (laughs) Four Five or whatever. But anyway, uh, Falandin, where Solas talks about if, you know, if, if you ask him any legends, he's talking about, like, he wanted to have more power, so he just kept killing people. So he basically killed enough of his people that filled lakes of their blood. Ooh. And and I feel like that Ooh. is the darkest thing I've ever heard. And there's pretty dark things in Dragon Age. Yeah. But that, just a lake of what? Of, of what? And, and Dragon Age is usually gory, too. Well, in Origins, it was pretty gory. <laughs> you got all your um, and your little mutts just, like, covered in blood. Yeah, like, Darkspawn, always blood everywhere and stuff like that. So, I think it would definitely kind of go back into the dark. Um, dark fantasy, as it should. Yeah, dark fantasy. That would element, very, yeah. yeah, I feel like that would really pull through the terror of, like, the Elven Gods. Because I feel like the only reason why anybody would follow them is because they're so intimidating. So, yeah, it's very interesting to see that. And then we hear about Falandin getting killed in his his own temple meaning he was that insane people were just had enough of him and decided to just you know shoop bye felicia (laughs) felicia had enough with your blood lakes just kidding (laughs) horrible (laughs) yeah i think we're definitely gonna see the evanurus in the next games um but i feel the large majority of the evanurus are gonna be pretty annoyed with solas i mean he did lock them away for centuries. But I feel that there's going to be much, a much, much, much bigger threat in the story than Solas. Let's say maybe the Titans or Mafal again for the Evanurus. So I think that a lot of the Evanurus are going to probably join up with Solas. They'll either accept him as the new Elven Pantheon leader and just bid him his will. Bid him that because I think that was one of his intentions from the start. Like I said at the start, maybe he killed Mafal. So he could become the next Elven Pantheon leader. So he could do what he wants to do. But again, that's another tin out theory. But I think that they'll either accept him and let him be the new Elven Pantheon leader. Or they'll either join the opposite side. Either do what they want to do. Maybe just be evil again or our new protagonist could actually get their own elven companion to join the team i think we're at least going to get one elven god as a companion 
because Bioware love to give us one of the antagonists as villains. You look at Loghain in Dragon Age Origins, you look, yep. at, you look at Javik in Mass Effect 3, and he was a Prothean. And although Protheans weren't the antagonists, they were this forgotten race that in Mass Effect 2 they were made to be the antagonists. So hmm. we got him and we got his perspective on it and he basically comes from an antagonistic side but we got him as a companion. And Bioware loves yeah. to do these unique, different companions. So I, I feel that we need to at least get one elven god companion. Someone like Andrew, someone who really hates Solas, someone who wants to take him down, someone who is completely against his idea of maybe destroying the veil or being the new elven pantheon leader. Again, there could be someone who could manipulate us in the end, full on Witcher freestyle with the wild hunt there. Um, it could be someone who just joins us for a certain goal, not just to kill, maybe just to kill Solas, maybe just to, I don't know, maybe just play with us for a bit, I don't know. But I, I think that we need to at least get one. Expanding on that knowledge of the elven law, what Solas was like, what happened to Mafal, why they killed her. Totally. Who could delve into that? I think we need, because we don't really know why they killed Mafal. And I want that side to understand why, because that could build up Mafal being a villain as well. We could understand why they wanted to kill her while I had a general consensus of that. Because right now we just think that they were evil and they just wanted her dead. But yeah, it's true. A flip on that again. So I feel it would be great just to get in, instead of just learning that through the law, I'd love to learn it through an actual elven companion. So give us all the elven companions, please, by the way. I totally agree with that. I think we need to see more sides yeah. in terms yeah. of, of the plot of what's good and what's bad. And I think Bioware was pretty good at that, conflicting us with choosing sides. Like, you know, with the Templars and the Mages, there's always going to be something wrong with the Mages and there's always going to be something wrong with the Templars. Yeah. Well, we don't know which sides we're picking right now, but we could say, like, there's something wrong with Soul and then there's something wrong with Mythal or like yeah. the old elven gods. So yeah, I would be interested in seeing another elven partner that happens to be an elven god or maybe it's somebody that we've known for a long time and we are not expecting, you know, to be who they are because now that we know that Mythal is basically Thumeth, which is a human, yeah. we can't just say, oh, an elf is an elven god. It could be literally anybody exactly. now. Exactly. You know? Like there's that idea about Sarah being Andrew. Yeah, Sarah being yeah. Andrew, and yeah. which I kind of am okay with that but then again i really like sarah as she is so like i'm not gonna so lie if if she is i'm not i'm not sorely disappointed because they've kind of built her up for that in a way yeah. and i mean the valisleen and her tarot card i was like whoa that's raising some red flags with me so i'm like okay that's interesting and eventually i think we're gonna find more characters that that's we already knew what about flamis daughters again they could could they i totally want to see more of that yeah i want to yeah. see more more of the comic characters come out exactly um yeah. mayveris yeah is it Mayveris? Mayveris, yeah, Mayveris. Yeah, the trans character. Mayveris, yeah. yeah. I want to see that. And uh, more characters from like Knight Errant, Mage Killer. Yeah, um, all of them. I'm sure we're going to get. Yeah, I totally want to see those for the next DA4 game. But definitely I want to see the old, what you were saying, the old history of what's happening yeah. with Elven Empire, with, you know, Titans or the Fade being actually existent. Because yeah. we can see memories in the Fade, supposedly. Uh, in, in DA2, where, you know, Fenriel, which is the other dreamer, Yes. that we hear about yep. and that's the only other dreamer we know but well it's except in all ancient elven are yeah. dreamers yeah so like maybe abolas is but maybe. he could either be alive or dead yeah, so I, you can't really talk about yeah. that um but if we do see abolas again he'll probably be on ben Harrell's side so yeah. Yeah. yeah so it really wouldn't matter so but I um think if we didn't get an elven companion what would be cool is if we could look in the memories of the fade and see ben Harrell's story or mafal's story maybe via a dreamer so like in the witcher 3 there's a quest where you go meet an, um, an omniromancer 
which is someone who reads dreams. And what you do is she reads a dream for you and that's how you you get more of the plot. But basically, uh-huh. you go through her mind and you see the dream. Something like that, I can't remember. But like, if you've ever played Fallout 4, there's that memory quest where you yeah. literally watch the memories of this character. I'd love like a quest or something where we find a dreamer or we find or we get a mage companion who is connected to the Fade and then they show us the story of Fen Harrell, on the file, the uprising of Alaphan. As opposed to just hearing about it, I'd love to actually see it in the Fade, seeing the rise. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's going to happen because yeah. it happened in Andromeda yeah. um, with Sam. With and the memories there, exactly. They father, did that where yeah. they got Sam instead. So I think maybe having a, more of a plot sense, more a plot centered around it, maybe being yeah, the main totally. quest and having a dreamer or an elven companion or a mage just showing us that story, I think would be awesome. Yeah, I, I kind of definitely want to see that. Um, maybe Fenrir because and the reasoning why is because in DA2 he eventually in whatever choice you make with him either put him into Venter or in the Dalish camp or is it the circle you can put him in the circle too I think so well you can put him anywhere but in the end he ends in Tevinter. Yeah. he like yeah, so he mails you he's like oh I ended up in Tevinter. so yeah. we're definitely I hope we're seeing him because yeah. if that's the case then I feel like he's going to be the next next sub- suspect for us to do that and I think he's going to be held high in terms even though he's held half elf but he's he's still kind of human so it wouldn't really matter into winter but if he's a dreamer he's probably going to be held pretty high pretty high in the, in in, the in yeah in, in, in regards to winter being into winter you know he'll be yeah pretty totally high given like a spot in the magisterium or at least some comfort there yeah yeah and i'm i'm hoping i'm crossing my fingers since dorian that he's on dorian's side you know yeah yeah because if he isn't that's gonna be very difficult for us to sway him over you know and if that's the case then that that's gonna stink i don't know i don't know but it, it, i think it's gonna be very interesting i i totally want to see memories of it because yeah. we have such an open thing when all we can depend on is codex yeah um which is fine nothing wrong with that because we, we make all these so theories from it <laughs> so the past as well there is so much that is and like you know. and yeah we just can't see it all we see is the world as it is in the veil so i think when people have that knee-jerk reaction of oh solace is bad because he wants to do that it's like you don't understand that's what the world was before so you can't just like you're basically living in a strict world a tranquil world yeah. and and for you to be like well that's bad da, 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 da. it's kind of just like you're basically wanting the world to just be stripped yeah. as it is which is fine because i mean it's not like we see the world with the with a fade it's obviously yeah. <laughs> fantasy so it's yeah. so it's hard for us to see a world with like crazy magic and you know yeah, 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 yeah. doing whatever your imagination wants you know living for eternity we don't know what that is yeah. so it's definitely fantasy but um i think in terms of that knee-jerk reaction of solace like oh he's gonna make mass genocide i don't think it's that i think it's him creating back the world it was or creating an ideal world that he wants and i think that orb really had to do something with making his plan a little easier to do it but he couldn't he dropped his egg (laughs) (laughs) he's dropped his bowling ball bag (laughs) okay then i think that's saria i think it's time to take our tin world hats off now because i think we could go on for days talking about even more theories but i think True. Should, I think my tea is getting quite cold. I don't know about you, but my jasmine, <laughs> tea, my jasmine tea is certainly getting quite cold. Let's save a few of them for now, Saria. Thank you so much, Sari Lou, for joining me on this little tea party talk. Where can peeps find you? Um, You can find me on Reddit, Tumblr, Twitter, uh, username Haran Lhasa. And of course, you can find me on YouTube making memes like memes. usual. So yeah, um, thanks guys. And thank you, Jack, for this lovely podcast. I had fun time talking with you. It was you. lovely to meet you.
Sorry, Lou. Yeah. Thank you, you guys too. for watching. I've been Jack Doe. I've been Saria. And we should should go. Let's go. <laughs>